Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, and you're probably sitting there going, wait, hold on a second, something sounds different. And you're right, this is probably going to be a, a bit more echo than you're used to uh, in this recording, considering I'm now in a new place. I am back at Purdue, the lovely Purdue University, and I've moved in, I'm in my new apartment, it is absolutely lovely. I have air conditioning now. I have views out both sides. I have the perfect desk placement here in the room. I look to my right. I can see the street and the apartments across the road. And I can see other stuff beyond that. I look out to the left. I have a beautiful beautiful view of Ross-Aid Stadium, which is where we have all our football games. And it's going to be an absolutely awesome, awesome time. So that's where I am. And this room, it's... One big square, like a typical dorm room, and then what makes it an apartment is over to my left, I have a kitchen, so I can actually learn how to cook now, and all that other stuff, and then I have, like, an attached bathroom and all that behind me. The point being, it's going to echo in here, and I understand that, and I'm sorry, the studio that I usually record in when I'm on campus is currently out of commission. Things broke, and things are now being fixed, and I have no idea what they're working on in there. I've not ever, like, worked on any of the stuff that's in the studio. I've always just sort of showed up and been like, hey, you mind if I use this? They're like, yeah, sure, come on in. So that's the point we are at now, but this is the new recording studio. You might hear some bangs in the background. That would be the neighbors. They are, uh, they're not particularly loud people, but whenever you open our door, like the front door to the complex, it leads. There's two rooms, one on your left, one on your right, and then there's a staircase at the top of the stairs, one on, a room on the left, room on the right. And so I'm on the top floor, but I can hear the, that huge door that leads into the apartment building, like, open and shut, it is loud. Like, a huge bang that rattles the building. It's a giant door so that nobody breaks in, which is nice and safe and secure out here in the cornfields of Indiana. But we're not here to talk about my apartment now that I've wasted two minutes, eight seconds on it. But it was an interesting night of racing at Stafford, and unfortunately I had to watch remotely. And by watch remotely, I mean scroll through Twitter going, come on, someone tell me who's winning. And, you know... That's the point we're at. What I heard, Mike Christopher Jr. finished second. He's a guest that's going to be on the show soon enough, but he is just so ridiculously busy that he hasn't been able to record yet. And, I, you know, the times that he could, I've been busy with other things. And we're just we're organizing that at the moment. Another person that's now back is Mikey Flynn. He is back racing. He got wrecked at Thompson and got that car all fixed up to run at Stafford tonight. I think he got pushed down into the grass and spun around. But he was fastest in practice, so that is a team that is getting quicker by the week and they are sure to win soon enough they are long long overdue for a win so that's always interesting to watch alexandra fern won the limited late model race and tom fern her cousin i i thought it was her uncle her cousin tom fern won the late model race so that's two wins for the fern family which is not exactly uncommon they did the same thing last week too where it was ryan fern uh alexandra's sister who won the late model race, the late model 50. That was fine. That was my last week there at Stafford. And I will never forget Ryan Fern, who's one of the youngest drivers in the field, (laughs) climbs out of the car, goes, yeah, I won it. And someone handed him a necklace with a money sign on it. And it was just the funniest thing. I've never seen a driver more (laughs) excited. He gets out, he's doing poses, you know, it was, it was awesome to see. So congratulations to Ryan Fern, a bit of a, a, a week late because I recorded the last week's episode beforehand, but this episode is being recorded 
and posted immediately. That's how we're doing it this week. It's going to go right up, bottled up, pretty much bottled up live. That's what we're going with. But another great night of racing over at Stafford. And if you missed it and you were within driving distance, shame on you. It is just the best racing in the in the country that I've ever seen in person, week in and week out. I might be a little biased because I work there, but gosh, is it just an incredible, truly incredible time. And I, I miss it, and I hate having to sit and watch remotely, but I know they're, they do a great job with the show nonetheless. And now we are in an off week for NASCAR. We had a uh, pretty great race at Bristol. I did not get to watch, unfortunately. I was working my way across the country at that point, but I was listening in using the PRN website. So it was a pretty great race, and Matt Benedetto has become the unofficial, official, most popular driver of NASCAR after that run. That was a heartbreaking finish for him. The, the raw emotion you saw in the interview is is very telling, and people really connected with that and understood. And this is right after it was announced he might not, well, that he's not in a ride for next year and right now might not even compete. Not that I think that'll happen. I think someone's going to pick him up and he's going to be competitive, whether it's in the Cup Series or the Xfinity Series, is for him to decide, but we'll see where uh, he ends up. Either way, I think it's going to be nothing but good things for Matt DiBenedetto's future. I would not be surprised if he got a win by the end of this season. And it's just great stuff. Other stuff that's going on around the NASCAR garage. Tyler Dippel is now suspended indefinitely. And there's still really no details on the story. And as soon as I hear anything, that'll go right up on my Twitter, at Bottled Up Radio. That's the first place I'm going to put it. Because that's where I reach the most people, interact with people the most. But Tyler Dippel actually ran some races with DJR Crossley last year. This year is running the 0-2. And, well, I guess was running the 0-2. No plans as of now have been announced on who's going to replace him. Nobody really knows why he was suspended except for actions detrimental to the sport, which means he said something or did something to somebody that really uh, rubbed NASCAR the wrong way. And for that, he is now suspended indefinitely. This is not for drugs or anything else because that would come with the substance abuse policy. So it's not any drug issues or anything. It's a conduct issue. For whatever reason, he did something and is now suspended indefinitely. Typically, there is an appeal process with any NASCAR permanent suspension. There's an appeal process that they go through, some sort of training and everything else. But as of right now, for the rest of the season, Tyler Dippel is going to be out of the 0-2 truck and will not be able to compete in any NASCAR-sanctioned events whatsoever. And because this is an off week for NASCAR, we sort of usually take these weeks pretty lightly, except for the off season. We're hitting the, you know, nail on the head every single week there. But because it's an off season, there's not really too much going on around the garage, so we usually have a bit of a lighter episode this week. In other news, Bottled Up is now on actual real race cars. The rental race car crew out of Connecticut, they work and they run at Stafford Motor Speedway. Uh, we, we came to an agreement with them, with the owner there, Gary who was very, very generous in trying to get our logo on the cars, and we just wanted to do anything on our end to get logos on the cars. It's just about the coolest thing in the world. So now there's some big 6-inch by 6-inch stickers of the Bottled Up logo, and I you know, I absolutely love it. If you've seen the logo before, you'll see, you just scroll it to the top of the page, wherever you're looking at it right now. That logo with the glass bottle sitting on the table in the empty room. Very symbolic uh, logo, and I, I don't like to go into... Explaining what the symbolism is, all I will tell you is that there is symbolism in everything that I put out. 
all of the media and everything I put out, there is a reason that I've chosen that image. And there's a reason I chose a bottle in a blank room. And all it is is just a table with the name bottled up written on it. But it's it's very cool. There's a lot of meaning in the name bottled up as well. And many different ways I've heard it interpreted. And if you have your own interpretation of the name bottled up, why you think I call it this, I would absolutely love to hear it. It's one of my favorite things to talk to people about. There are no you know, dumb answers or anything. I really do want to hear just what you're thinking on it. It's it's always fun for me. But Bottled Up is now on the Renter Race Car Crew. Christopher Daniel Chuck is the weekly week in and week out driver of the 94 uh, Street Stock at Stafford Motor Speedway. He's got a big old Bottled Up sticker right on the right side of his car. I think it is the coolest thing in the world, and I could not be, uh, one, more proud to have it on there, and two, more impressed with a, a guy who's making do with what he's got and running competitively with it. So speaking of bottled up stickers, when I was ordering those stickers and having those made for the for the decals on the car, I said, why don't I just make stickers for the rest of them? And I got four inch by four inch stickers, and I did not realize how actually big four inches is. It's a little bigger than I thought it would be, but so for that, if you want a bottled up sticker sent to you free of charge, let me know. I'm more than happy to send a sticker your way, slap it on. Well, probably not your car, because it'll it'll stick on there. It'll stick on there, but that is some real dedication to the show. And if you stick a sticker, if you take a bottled-up sticker and put it on your car, put it on the hood, put it on the tailgate or something, the back bumper, if you do that, I will be more than happy to send you a hat or shirt of your driver of choice. More than happy to. And just send me a picture of that, because that is impressive. But if you want a sticker to put on your water bottle, put on your computer, I've got plenty here. And I would absolutely love to send them out to fans. Speaking of other ways, you can rep bottled up uh, on iRacing. If you're an iRacer like me, you can run a bottled up paint scheme. And that is totally custom. Your name over the door, your design tweaks and all that. I post pictures of my cars that I run all the time uh, on Twitter at Bottled Up Radio. But you've got truck schemes, cup schemes, Xfinity, the, the tour mods, the SK mods. That's the same chassis paint schemes there or if you have one that you want made yourself you can absolutely get that done as well we do that with our friends over at midwest motor customs do some absolutely killer work and quick turnaround as well i know that for sure pretty much every scheme that i run on iRacing is done through them and there's actually another scheme that we're going to be debuting this weekend uh, along with the team the rest of the team it is throwback weekend on iRacing and i cannot give you any details but just keep posted to Twitter because by Sunday, that will be up. A picture of that car, and I've seen it. It is the coolest throwback car I've ever seen. I absolutely love the scheme. So Midwest Motor Customs, they do some great work. Speaking of iRacing, I've not forgotten about the iRacer episode where we're going to have Christian Eckes, Anthony Alfredo, and Malik Ray all on at the same time having a big old roundtable discussion for uh, 20, 30 minutes or so about iRacing, how it compares to real life now that Malik Ray's jumped in a Legends car and raced down at uh, Charlotte at the Legends Oval down there. He can chip in on there on the real life side. Anthony, Alfredo, Christian Eckes, they both race in the Truck Series part-time, hopefully full-time for both of them next year. They've both had some pretty darn good seasons this year for running part-time. They've put a lot of good stuff together. And one more quick shout-out here that I want to go with is the Button Box Shop. They made a button box for me for iRacing. I was like, listen, the one thing that I want for my immersion experience is I want toggle switches that I push up in order to start the car 
Like, I push one up, it's the fuel, push one up, it's the ignition, and then I have a big red button next to both of those switches, and I literally call it my big red button, and I push that, and the car fires right up. It is really cool. I've got other buttons for controlling different things. I got my brake bias, so I can turn that up or down on the fly. Scrolling through the different pages on iRacing, so I know what I'm looking at. You know, how close other people are to me, where I'm running on the track, stuff like that. Who's running ahead of me, uh, taking tires, taking fuel, and all that. So, if you want a high-quality button box without having to pay, like, crazy prices, because if you know button boxes, they're usually, like, 200-something dollars, and it is just absolutely crazy how much money you pay, and I was looking into it, and most of them are shipped over from Europe. So, what you're paying is the shipping and then everything else being made in a foreign country. It's crazy expensive. The button box shop, made right here in the USA, I mean, he and I work together to finalize the design, it probably took us four days or so to get a design in place. From there, it was about a week to make it, to make the actual box, and then three days to ship it out. And it was just absolutely awesome. I mean, I literally plugged it in and just started setting buttons, and I was ready to go. And it's... I don't plug products on here. He's not giving me any money to do this. I paid him money for the box, obviously. And, you know... I don't plug any products on here that I don't use personally and don't enjoy immensely personally. I absolutely love this button box. I absolutely love iRacing and any of the products that I, if I'm endorsing it, I'm probably not making money on it and I will flat out say this is sponsored by this person should that ever happen. But right now we don't have any sponsors on the show. But anything I'm pushing is pushing from just a pure love of the product so, Midwest Motor Customs, absolutely great paint schemes. I run them in iRacing. I wouldn't be pushing them. I make no money off of you using a bottled-up scheme. That's just, I think they look really cool, and if you want to run a bottled-up scheme, I think that's awesome. So, I'm, I want to hook you up and help make that process as easy as possible. I don't make any money there. I don't make any money by mentioning the button box shop. I don't make any money by mentioning my stickers. I literally said I'll send them for free to you. I'm eating the shipping costs because I just like... The idea of other people putting the merch on their stuff, I just think that's cool. And it makes me, it's something I'm proud of. And I think anyone that has a, you know, a small business or small side hobby, personal product, project, product, anything else, I think it's something that they're proud of. Otherwise, you wouldn't be putting the time and effort in to get merch made and everything else and to, to put as much time and effort into it as you do. So that's just where I'm coming from. I can assure you any product that I'm pushing Unless I say, this is sponsored, they're giving me money for this, which I will say, I will be 100% honest, it's just me talking about something that I like. I like the Button Box Shop, they did some awesome work for me, I like the stickers that are made, and I will be more than happy to send one for you, just shoot me a DM over on at Bottled Up Radio on Twitter, I will get that thing in the mail tomorrow for you. The same day, even, that's the point that we're at. But... We're not going to go for too long on that, just plugging products on here. But it's an off week for racing. We've gotten our news update in. We've gotten everything else done. Like I always say, if you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter, at Bottled Up Radio. I don't have a personal account or anything. I'm just straight business. That's all what it is. It's all about at Bottled Up Radio. That's where we're at. I'm on Facebook. I don't post there as much because it's just so much more fun interacting with people over on Twitter. But as soon as I know anything about the Tyler Diffel situation, I will be sure to let you know. The next race that I'm going to be at is Indianapolis. I think I'm going to be watching that one as a fan. If you're there at the same time, you're up in the sands, you want to come say hi, 
more than happy to do that. Just let me know. We'll get it all scheduled over on Twitter at Bottled Up Radio, which should be ingrained in your memory. For things coming up in the near future, Mikey Flynn, driver of the number 54 SK Light at Stafford Motor Speedway, he's going to be on the show. Mike Christopher Jr., number, driver of the number 82 SK Modified at Stafford Motor Speedway, he's going to be on the show. Anthony Alfredo is sure to make a comeback. Christian Eckes is sure to make a comeback. Malik Ray is probably going to be on at the same time as Christian and Anthony. We're probably going to be doing one-on-one episodes with all three of those guys in one big old round table together. That's the plan as of now. But if you have any questions whatsoever, you want to hit me up, you want to do anything, at Bottled Up Radio on Twitter is the easiest way to hit me up. Go ahead, and if you are so kind to do so, leave a review here. It actually helps a lot with rankings and everything else. So when you look up Bottled Up, on iTunes or Google Music, Spotify, tune in anywhere you get your podcast. That result goes a little bit higher if you leave a review. And I hope it's all good reviews, but if you want to vent your mind, I can't stop you. I want everyone's honest opinion. But if you want to talk to me directly about any issues you have, you know where to find me at Bottled Up Radio on Twitter. But if you feel so kind, go ahead and leave a review. It helps out a ton on our end. It gives us feedback on what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, and just what you're thinking. But I'm not going to just sit here and ramble on about that. You guys will do you. It's an absolute blast every week to be able to make this. It's an absolute honor, and I love every minute of it. Thank you all for everything that you guys do on your end without even realizing it. For tuning in every week, it means so much. So I hope you truly have enjoyed this week's episode of the Bottled Up Podcast.